Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that is. I, I don't know what that is over there. What do you mean? What do you mean, play us, play us out? I, I don't know. I don't know what that is on the teleprompter. Play us out. Some sting. Why? Why does it say sting? Play us out, sting. I don't know what it means. What What does it mean? Play us out. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Hi, this is Victoria Vandenberg, and I'm currently in Mexico doing ayahuasca to relieve my depression. Uh, this week we recorded the podcast on Thanksgiving Day, so it was pre-recorded. I hope you listen. I hope you love it. Um, be sure to hit us up on social media. This is Biscuits Buttered with Victoria Vandenberg. All right. Tuscumbia has reached international news. All right. Tuscumbia, Alabama, the birthplace of Helen Keller, uh, a cute little quaint little town in North Alabama has reached international news and national news, uh, and we have to cover it. So they are trying to have uh, a thing called the Festival of Yule, an ancient holiday festival to be held in Tuscumbia on December 3rd, uh, and it has struck a chord. So the other day they had a town hall, and all of these people came to the town hall and started pitching a fit about how it was a satanic festival and how uh, they they don't want Satan in their town. Don't you bring that Satan in our town. That Krampus is, is, is a Satan. It'd be a Satan. They, you know, they come in there with without no shoes, no teeth, and they're talking about how Jesus is the way, and they shouldn't allow it because Jesus controls all. This is where I live. This is what I deal with all the time. Uh, so basically, uh, separation of church and state and freedom of religion doesn't exist in Alabama anymore. It might not exist in the country anymore now that we've got to change Supreme Court. Well, anyway, this uh, lady, uh, Kendall Gilchrist, um, is trying to have this pagan, like pagan slash non-religious um, festival called the Festival Yule, which I think is a great idea. And they're going to have Krampus and all this pagan stuff, and it's uh, really going to be cool. And it's supposed to have a bunch of vendors and things. So I want ever all of my listeners all over the country, uh, overseas. I want you to fly in, and I want you to go to this festival and support this woman. Uh, and basically, the meeting, the meet, uh, the meeting for the uh, town hall went viral because there's so many people on there. Well, we shouldn't allow it because Jesus Christ wouldn't want it. <laughs> it's like fuck you. It's like people get to do what they want. This right here is America, and last I checked, we get to worship what we want to worship and do what we want to do. So you can go fuck yourself. Christians, um, if you're trying to stop people from being able to have fun and do what they want to do. So basically, all these fucking churches showed up. And I, I tell you, look it up. It's Festival of Yule, Tuscumbia City Council meeting or something like that. Look it up. It's hilarious. You have all these people just 
you know, and this lady's terrified, you know, that's running it. She's on there, you know, trying to give her side of the story, but everybody's calling her a fucking Satanist, uh, which makes me want to show up dressed as a Satanist <laughs> to, the, to the actual event. But, uh, yeah, so Tuscumbia is on fire, <laughs> all right? And uh, I don't know how they're going to handle it, what they're going to do. You know, Tuscumbia is uh, kind of known as, um, you know, it's got a really pretty park called Spring Park. has a beautiful downtown. Uh, it's kind of a quaint little town, you know, nice little pleasant town to drop in. And now this is causing so much ruckus that um, that that it's reached national news. <laughs> so that that's great. But uh, so the apparently... They don't want no pagans in Tuscumbia. I think we need more pagans. I think they're fun. I'm not religious myself, but uh, paganism always looks kind of fun to me. You know, like all the merriment and everything that they do. They're always dressed up and, you know, it just looks like an older, better religion to me. Um, so yeah, we got that going on. Uh, basically, uh, everybody I know, like you know, they had all these religious people show up, bitching about it, and now everybody I know, it's kind of made the festival popular now. So now, everybody I know, all my friends are like, "Fuck, we got to go to that," because <laughs> that's what happens when you when you bitch about something and you go to a city council making a big deal out of it. You're just going to make it more popular. So I hope they know what they did because they're fucking idiots. Um, all right. So that's all I'm going to talk about that. Just look it up. The Yule Festival in Tuscumbia, Alabama. It's pretty funny watching all these religious up there talking about how their religion should control what everybody else uh, has to do. Uh, we're kind of in like a Christy, fascisty place here in America right now for my overseas listeners. Okay, so... Um, we got a new um, restaurant, Highway 55 Burgers. Highway 55 Burgers. Uh, I was underwhelmed. So, you know, they built this nice building, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go try that. I go in, and it's like you got to sit down, and you have a waiter come to your table. Uh, you can also drive through the drive-in. Uh, I ordered a Carolina burger, and I like the Carolina burger. Okay, the Carolina burger had like all this different stuff on it, like chili. And the chili reminded me of the chili you would get at the Varsity in Atlanta, which is perfect, perfect chili. So I was very excited about that. And, um, but everything else was just so underwhelming. The service was underwhelming. The food was over underwhelming. I do like that Carolina. If you go there, the Carolina burger, that's a winner. And they also got custards and ice creams and something they call a concrete. I don't know whether this chain is from a different part of the country, but they have ice cream they call concrete because you can flip it over and it doesn't come out. It sticks together. So I don't know why you would want that, but uh, it sounds... Sounds rough to me. That's all I'm saying. But Highway 55 Burgers, go give it a try. So, all right. What else were we going to talk about today? We have 
the show Yellowstone. So I've been hearing people talk about Yellowstone forever. For fucking ever. I mean, just ranting about it. Um, talking about how great it is. And I've started watching it, and it's like really badly written. I mean, but you keep watching it because, first off, I don't think there's any likable characters on the show. Um, but you watch it because how insane, you know, like in the first five seconds of the show, Kevin Costner blows the brains out of a horse. So that's what kept me watching. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, they're, they're just trying to fucking uh, fuck with people. And, uh, but the show's horribly written, uh, has this, uh, his daughter's like this crazy character that goes around fucking everybody in town and being wild. She's wild. That's her whole character. She's wild. She smokes cigarettes. She drinks. She fucks everybody in town. She's always telling people about how little their dicks are. You know, that, that's pretty much the whole concept of the show. And then he has a son that's kind of like creepy and weird and a lawyer. And then he has another one that's on the res and he's the respectable one. He lives on the reservation and kills people, so he's the respectable character. <laughs> I mean, the show is fucking horrible, but I think I'm going to keep watching it because, you know, sometimes with television series, it takes a couple of seasons to get the flow going, so I'm going to try to keep watching that show, and uh, it has, uh, obviously, Kevin Costner, and he's his character on the show is just like this rough rough character that's just trying to run his ranch, and he treats everybody, you know, kind of cold to everybody and you know they'll they'll have like i don't know all the characters are very unlikable so there's a clip that shows you know his dead wife and the dead wife is basically blaming her daughter for her her horse falling over on her and all that you know and i'm just like what the fuck man and there's no likable characters on the show they're all pieces of shit <laughs> And then it has like what his lawyer son is the guy from America, the weirdo from American Beauty, and uh, he looks like he's got like a toupee on, and he's just running around being a lawyer, being a dick, and uh, you can tell his dad doesn't even like him. <laughs> but the only thing I can say about Yellowstone is that it's um, it's like. Dallas. Remember the show Dallas? That's what it reminds me of because it's all like power players. You know, he's fucking Dutton and he runs Dutton Ranch. And uh, then you have real estate developers coming in and fucking getting in his land, trying to get his fucking land. So he re-diverts a fucking river. Ugh, you don't fuck with me. I'm Dutton. And then you have like all these other power players. Like literally one of the characters is an Indian guy who runs a casino. <laughs> and he also controls the res. So he'll be like, he'll be like, I am a stereotype of an Indian and I fucking run this reservation the way I want to run it. By God. I mean, I, there's so much about this show that is just horribly written, but it's one of those things you cannot stop watching because it does, it is entertaining. It's bad, but it's, you know, if you ever watched that movie, The Room, you know, it's so bad, you keep watching. Uh, that's what this is. Re Yellowstone is like that. You know, and they'll have Whiskey Myers playing in the background. Like, hey, hey, country boy! Outlaw country! Yeah. 
that's basically the whole show is just like toxic cowboy culture. <laughs> and, you know, I live in Alabama and, and we do have a lot of, uh, we're mainly chicken farmers here. We have a lot of chicken farms, but we do have a lot of cattle farms and a lot of agriculture and everything like that. And uh, you have people who try to be cowboys here, you know, like, so ranching is different here. I'm, I'm, Victoria is going to tell you how to ranch. All right. I know how to ranch. All right. So out West, um, you have to have more land for your cows and livestock because it's drier. There's less grass. So you have to have a much larger place for them to, uh, go around and eat. All right. So, here in Alabama, everything's lush and green, and uh, you know, if you if you don't cut your grass here, it'll be like six foot tall. <laughs> so you can you can literally like farm on much smaller land because everything you know there's rivers and streams and lakes and um, it's basically the Garden of Eden in Alabama. Okay, uh, you you shouldn't have to worry for anything. We've got it all right. And uh, we can farm on much smaller plots of land. So you, you don't have to have like 5,000 acres to farm a couple hundred cattle. You know, you can, you can have a couple hundred cattle on, you know, I don't know, 100 acre. 100 acre. And, uh, and that's Victoria explaining farming and ranching because I know a lot about it. All right. And I've been in that business a while. <laughs> Oh, that's what I've been told by other people anyway. So I don't even know why I was telling y'all that. So, you know, like, well, anyway, to get back to my point, you have people here that pretend to be cowboys, right? And, you know, cowboys are a Western thing. You know, if you're going to have to hop on your horse and ride miles and miles and miles to wrangle up your cows, you're a cowboy. You know, you have the right to wear the the cowboy hat and the tight Wrangler jeans and the fucking cowboy boots. But here you don't have to ride your horse miles and miles and miles to wrangle them up because they're going to be in a smaller space. All you're doing is containing them in a small space here. Uh, so it's not, you know, out West you can, they don't even have, they don't even have fences out West. All right. They don't even have fences. They, they just let them run around and then they'll go wrangle them up later. <laughs> here everything's fenced in alright so that's why I'm trying to get to my point that you're not a cowboy if you live in Alabama okay you're, you're just not you're, you're, you're something else alright you're just a redneck alright uh, so people love to dress up in their cowboy hats they love to uh, pretend to be cowboys here but uh, there's not real cowboys here you know most most rednecks here are what I like to call shit kickers. They kick shit. They go out and they, um, they uh, pretty much their whole day is shoveling shit at a chicken house. Because that's mostly what's going on here. Shoveling shit at chicken houses. And, uh, you know, you, you will see a lot of horseback riders here. But it's usually, uh, you know, they're not riding horses for miles and miles and miles. And we do have rodeos and shit, but... Still, it's not it's not the same. Just not the same. 
maybe somebody can talk me into um, um, believing in cowboy culture here, but uh, I think it's fucking stupid that people are running around in cowboy hats. Now look, look, do I think it's hot? Do I think cow? Do I think you know cowboys are hot? Yeah, I do. But um, that's that's about where it stops for me. This is the fantasy. All right, so we will go on from Yellowstone because that is a stupid show, and I wish people would stop dressing as cowboys. All right, so uh, I found a band. Oh my goodness! Last weekend. I found a band, and it hits. It fucking hits. Oh, man. Let me look this band up. Uh, this band, I don't know if, if you've ever heard of them, but they're fucking... I'm talking... Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Because... And I don't think I can play this... On here, maybe if I play a clip, they won't take it off. Let's see here. But this band, oof, oof, it fucking hits hard. That's just a start. It gets better. Things around the three mark where it gets like, it really hits. Oh, fuck yeah. That is Renaissance Golden Thread, and that is a prog rock band, if I've ever heard one. Uh, it's very good. It's kind of like King Crimson, only more, uh, I guess, um, classical, sort of. And it is fucking amazing, dude. If you hadn't heard this band... Okay, so the, the, lady, the lady that sings for them is like this old hippie chick, and she's just always like... Every song is so well done and so perfect and it goes all over the place. Like every song's like 20 minutes long and it just doesn't get any better than that. I mean, it's fucking amazing. And I, I don't know why I've never, I love prog rock. I love progressive rock, like King Crimson, people like that, uh, Mars Volta, stuff like that. And uh, at the drive-in stuff, you know, um, but this band is like the best thing that's happened to me in a long, long time. I love, listening to uh renaissance golden thread um so if you ever get the chance look them up they're fucking insane okay kind of rushing this podcast today because i've been i've been all over the place um i went to walmart earlier i was like i'm gonna do a walmart pickup and then I get to Walmart, and they're like, we don't have nothing for you, dude. I'm like, what do you mean you don't fucking have nothing for me? Uh, maybe I should retell this from the beginning. I pulled up. I wait there for like 20 minutes, and they start like bringing stuff to people that park there after me. And I'm like, where the fuck is my shit? And why are you fucking bringing them their shit before my shit? Because I need my shit right now. And they're like, we don't, we don't have any information on you. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't have any information on me? You fucktards. 
And they're like, we have no information for you whatsoever. And I'm like, and so I look back, and for some reason, my app sent my order to a um, a Walmart in Coleman, Alabama. I'm not fucking driving to Coleman to get my shit. Fuck you. So yeah, I got really mad at the guy, and then I realized it's not his fault. It's something my dumbass did. <laughs> So I seen a clip of um, Jack Black this week, and uh, he was talking about a movie that he did that bombed back, uh, I think in like 99 or sometime, 99, 2000, somewhere around there. And it was a little movie called Johnny Skidmarks, and he has a really funny story about how he, about how he told the directors, like, you know, um, you're going to rename the movie, right? And the director's like why would we rename the movie he's like you know because skid marks it's called johnny skid marks and skid marks is shit stains on your underwear he's like no no it doesn't mean that and and uh the director's like ah you know he leaves it's really cool he leaves skid marks when he drives off he leaves skid marks on the road johnny skid marks and so <laughs> I decided this movie, I tried to watch. I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried to watch this movie. Uh, and they even, in the movie, they'll be like going around like, you could have a drinking game. I mean, this movie's horrible. You could have a drinking game where you take a drink every time they say his name. Because they'll be like, skid marks. <laughs> Because you could tell the director was obsessed with that name. He thought it was such a good name. <laughs> and I think he's like Peter Gallagher and he's running around like Johnny Skidmarks. All right. And it's it's fucking horrible movie. Like this is this this is how horrible a movie it is. Like he literally there's a scene where he goes home and he puts on Tom Waits, which is always a good decision when you're home. Just put on some Tom Waits and uh, feeds his um, hamster. That's a scene. Don't know why it's in the movie. Just, I'm going to listen to Tom Waits and feed my hamster. <laughs> and that's about the time I gave up on the goddamn movie. Uh, but I am, one day I will uh, get back to it uh, and uh, watch it again. Uh, because I do want to finish it because I love watching weird movies that no one else wants to see. Um and I believe, uh, let me uh, look this um, uh, this other movie up. Because this is a movie I watched with Birch Chili the other day. And this is a movie you need to hear about. But before I go into it, I, I do want to talk about another. There's so many movies that I started to watch, but just couldn't do Like, it's just too bad. And Smile was one of them. Smile, I usually like a good horror movie, but... It was such a drab movie, and I don't know, the characters, I just couldn't get into the characters, and I, I had to turn it off. I was like, eh, eh, this is probably a scary movie. It might get good, I don't know, but I, you know, after watching about 45 minutes of it, I'm like, I'm giving up on this bullshit. Um, and it seems like there was another movie that I turned off. Um, Tar? There's a movie called Tar about a musician and every, like, the first ten minutes of the movie is just them explaining how brilliant this bitch is. 
Well, she's got an EGOT, and she does this, and she does that, and she's won all these awards, and she's fucking brilliant! Ah! Do you not get the fucking picture that she's fucking brilliant? And I'm like, fuck, I'm like, chill out. And it was kind of boring, and I was like, I don't know if I can get through this. I need something, you know, maybe I'll give it another try. I don't know. Couldn't get through it. I was watching it on a pirated channel. <laughs> Go to DuckDuckGo and just type in F movies, and it'll take you somewhere where you can, usually one of those links will pop up that you can actually watch some of the newer movies for free. Um, okay, so in uh, this movie I'm about to talk about, uh, is on Tubi right now. So go on Tubi and watch it. It's The Evil That Men Do with Charles Bronson. And me and Bert watched this and uh, drank a lot of whiskey the other night. And uh, this movie is fucking brilliant. I don't know why it hasn't gotten more uh, press. Because the kill scenes are amazing. The fight scenes are amazing. Um, everything about it is really, really fucking cool, and it's got Charles Bronson. Uh, I don't. I, me, me and Bert were talking about Charles, and we don't get it. <laughs> you know, he's such a horrible actor, and uh, everyone in the movie was a horrible actor. But he's, I guess, you know, he looks like a tough guy. So they just put him in these movies. And it really doesn't take anything away from the film that he's a horrible actor because there's so much like kill scenes and sex scenes and things that you just fucking fall in love with the film. And uh, the evil that men do. And uh, this was directed by J. Lee Thompson, story by R. Lance Hill, TriStar Pictures. Uh, it's got uh, Teresa Saldana, Jose Ferrara, Joseph Marr. I've seen him in a lot of movies. Joseph Marr. I'm going to think he was in a Nazi movie. But anyway, this this, this is a great movie. And uh, and then there's Raymond S. Uh, Jacques. Jacques? I'm not French. I don't fucking know. Jacou, maybe. I'm retarded. All right. So go see this movie. It came out in 1984. It's on Tubi. And it's fucking, some of the kill scenes are so good. So fucking good. And that's what makes the movie. Um, Alright, so I'm trying to think of, oh, there's been a lot of great movies. There's been a lot of great movies. And uh, the other night I went and seen The Menu with Ralph Fiends? Fiends? I think I, this guy changes his name uh, every other year. I swear to God, because every time I hear somebody pronounce his name, they pronounce it a different way. And uh, it's The Menu, directed by Mark Milad, and um, screenplay by Seth Reese and Will Tracy. Um, this is a fucking great film. Go see this movie, uh, The Menu. And uh, let me pull up uh, the list of people. It's a horror comedy. It has uh, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Ralph Fiennes, uh, Nicholas Holt, um, all these great uh, uh, Janet McTeer, uh, John Logozamo. Um, fucking amazing movie. Ralph Fiennes really, he deserves an Oscar for this movie. He did so good. You know when you watch like Silence of the Lambs? And uh, Hannibal Lecter, um, 
is like uh, Anthony Hopkins, who plays Hannibal Lecter. He's just fucking like nailing it, right? You know, you 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 believe watching this like this guy's a psychopath. Well, that's the level that Ralph Fiennes brought brought to this production. I mean, he you believe he's a fucking psychopathic chef. I mean, he's got that glossed over look in his eye, that just joyless deadness in his eyes. And uh, he's got all these people there, and he plans on killing them. <laughs> he's going to serve them food and kill them. And he's got like a restaurant. He's got this island that was paid for by a billionaire. And he's uh, got this weird like restaurant slash cult because everybody who works with him worships him. And, you know, celebrities and foodies and, you know, uh, uh, Nicholas Holt is a um, is a, a foodie and he, like, worships Ralph Fiennes. And then, like, you know, John Leguizamo, I think they were trying to make him look like um, Johnny Depp in this movie. You know, he had the scarves, he had the rings, and they talked about, you know, how he was a big star back in the day. So I think, I think they, I think it was, they were trying to make fun of Johnny Depp. But this is the best movie I've, I've seen. Uh, there's been actually a lot of good movies. Like I don't know why I said that. But I went after work. This is how good it is. I went after work. It was like 11 o'clock when it started. It was like 1 in the morning when I got out. And usually I have trouble staying awake because I work all day. Um, but this was so good. I kept watching it. And the way it was filmed, it was whoever the director was and cinematographer and everything it was filmed so perfectly. It was a high quality uh, production. I mean, it's done so well. It was. This is. These are the types of films people should be making. Not all this fucking stupid, you know, um, affirming woke bullshit. They need to make shit like this where people die, and there's bad people in the world no matter where they come from. This is what people need to be making. All right, so what all was I going to talk about today? Uh, I know I was going to talk about the menu, which I really suggest going to see that. Um, let's see. Um, oh, I went to uh, Bucky's. I went to Bucky's. So there's this. If you're from overseas, if you're from overseas, there is a goddamn gas station called Bucky's and they are humongous. They're out of Texas and you know how te they're, they're very insecure in Texas. So they make things bigger, you know, to make up for not being full human beings. Um, so these are giant gas stations. They have brisket and food and clothing and like 200 gas station pumps. That's how big it is. That's what we're talking about here. 200 gas station pumps and they just opened a new one in Athens, Alabama and I could not even get in the door. It was so full this week. I went in there. They're serving like fresh chocolates, pralines, brisket, every kind of food you can think of. They've got all these drink stations. They sell beer. They sell wine. They sell uh, all kinds of personal items, chips, uh, Everything you can imagine, like camping equipment. They even had like really nice like grills outside uh, and smokers that you could buy, which I want to buy. There, there's one brand called like Country Something. They, they make these really well-built smokers, and I'm 
hopefully one day going to get one of those. But if you ever get the chance, if you come to the States, my overseas listeners and people, drop in Bucky's because it is fucking amazing. It is what I expect in America. And they even pay, they have like a sign outside. They actually pay a living wage, which is rare in the United States. They actually pay people a lot of fucking money to work there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you, you need you need um, to go there. And uh, also after work, I'd um, stopped by Bridge Street, and they have it all done up for uh, Christmas. They have Christmas trees and these huge lit up deer. And if you hadn't been to Bridge Street, it's really fucking nice. And uh, everything in Huntsville is really nice. Everything in Huntsville, Alabama is super nice because there's just so much money there now. Ten years ago, a decade ago, this was a boring-ass city with nothing. And now, because of all the jobs, you know, they got the FBI, they got the um, uh, that new the Space Force, they got the Space Force, they got all these plants coming in. And it's just this huge city that just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. And um, it's just an insane place now. And uh, they have, like, great things like Bridge Street and everything else. Uh, I do have breaking news. I'm being informed by our staff of 20 that we have breaking news. Uh, So the varsity in Atlanta, there's a dispute over whether, I think I, I don't know if I'd previously reported on this. Um, The varsity in Atlanta is this really fucking great uh, place to go get a chili dog or a burger. Um, and there was a previous report that they were going to shut it down and sell it and uh, build like fucking condos, which is what always happens. All these great places to eat and venues and stuff get shut down because there's so much growth in the cities. Well, I have good news. The varsity supposedly is not shutting down and they are going to try to keep it open. Um, but there is still debate on whether that's true or not. So just look it up. And then Exit Inn in Nashville is uh, had to shut down because all these fucking all these fucking people moving into these cities are destroying what made the city great in the first place. So things like Exit Inn are having to leave and be shut down. Great music venues where the, that have been open like 40, 50 years and every person under the sun's performed there. They're having to get rid of it to make room for these goddamn condos for rich Californians. Uh, now I'm one of those people. Stop moving here. <laughs> Stop moving here. I'm one of those fuckers now. But um, it is um, really annoying, and um, I don't know. I really don't know what to think about it because it's it, it does destroy. You know, like well, Huntsville, there wasn't nothing there. So they don't have to tear nothing down to build up in Huntsville because they got plenty of land and they can just they can expand forever really. But well, like places like Nashville and Atlanta, you know, they had to move. They had to, they ripped down the masquerade to make room for these fuckers to have condos. But um, you know, I'm glad the cities are still developing. But I don't know. It just seems like we should preserve some of these. You know, some of these venues were you know like great bands like Thursday and, you know, Everybody Under the Sun, the Proto Men, all these great bands that have performed there. I just feel like um, 
they should be saved. They should be historic places that are preserved somehow. I don't care if you have to lift the fucking building off the foundation and move it over a little bit. Just keep it. Save it. Somehow. All right. We have a, um advertisement from Duke Soap. Uh, Duke Soap. It's a manly soap. And if you use it, you're going to smell like a man. It's basically like using uh, diesel fuel to bathe your body and clean it up. Duke Soap. Uh, so go out anywhere you go. Um, Duke Soap is available pretty much everywhere. Uh, it comes in giant bars of uh, soap that look like a fucking brick. It's a fucking brick. And little bitch hands, little woman hands, can't hold this giant brick of soap. Because it's a man soap. And we'll fucking, we'll fucking make it smell like whiskey for you. Duke soap! And you can buy that at, uh, I believe, Tractor and Supply. And that is our sponsor for the day, Duke soap. Don't be a bitch! Use Duke soap! <laughs> All right, there's so many things I want to get to today that uh, I didn't even know. I had to take a brief pause there for a second. Um, we got to talk about the National Dog Show. All right, so every Thanksgiving, my family has a tradition uh, where we watch the National Dog Show because we fucking love dogs. All right, we're big fans of dogs. This year, I felt like the dog show was really put together in a haphazard way. All right. Um, I'm sorry, but when there's corgis, when there's Brussels griffins, griffons, however you say it, uh, when there's beautiful dogs, uh, when there's uh, Swedish valens, you don't cut the corgi off. You don't cut the valen off. You show it. You show that beautiful beast. And... There were so many beautiful dogs, and they kept cutting off the ones we were interested in. And they just did a really bad uh, job showing all the beautiful, beautiful dogs. Uh, a French bulldog ended up claiming the top honor this year. Um, and it was a beautiful uh, Frenchie uh, that I would love to have one of those. Just a gorgeous dog. Uh, it's a, a kind of a tan beige -ish, um a beautiful three-year-old uh, best in show winner at the National Dog Show. Uh, so look it up. Well, anyway, this year it was just, I don't know, it just felt thrown together. Uh, we weren't able to get uh, to see the dogs that we love as much. And uh, you know what? I'm just, I'm fucking tired of it. I'm tired of them putting the corgis in the corner, you know. Uh, they need to do better. They need to do better. Uh, Thanksgiving went pretty good this year. I smoked a turkey. Uh, we had bought a ham. I, I even bought like a buffet server. I bought a fucking buffet server and we put it out and it, um, it's great. It's fucking great. Cause I can just put it in there. It'll warm up the food. It'll keep it warm. And then people can come and chow down. So I've always wanted to have a buffet at the house. <laughs> and now I have a buffet where I can just, shove my fucking face full of food all goddamn day. Um, I do have some news on my moving part. Okay, so I've been talking for a while about how it's possible that I might move. 
Um, and I do know that Macon, Georgia sent me an email saying that they uh, had a, that they acknowledged that they received my request. And I'm really not sure about moving to Macon, Georgia, but I might just because I don't know. I don't know what else to do. I mean, my I've had kind of a rough week at work because every time they tell me like, hey, you're going to get this new thing because I don't want to get I want this to be anonymous. But so I don't want to tell too much. But anyway, I'm supposed to get a pay raise. And someone more senior than me took the position, so I can't get the pay raise. So I'm going to have to move to get that pay raise. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So I don't want to move to Macon, Georgia, but uh, I will if I have to. And the great thing about Macon, Georgia, is that it's right outside of Atlanta. I'd be able to take day trips to Atlanta. And uh, it's also not too far from uh, the beach in Savannah. So uh, that, that'd be kind of cool, too, being able just to take a day trip to Savannah. Um and, uh, you know, Macon is um, kind of a cool place. You know, it's where the Almond Brothers are from. And uh, it's just a really cool place in uh, middle Georgia that uh, maybe I'll eventually live at. I don't know. The, I looked at, you know, the thing I look for when I'm trying to transfer is I was looking for places where I could make more money. But also there'd be like affordable houses and um you know, affordable cost of living. So, you know, I'm on the list for Memphis and Birmingham and Montgomery and Macon. And, uh, you know, Memphis would be great because they don't have a state income tax. So I would actually make $350 more a month just by moving to Tennessee. That That's fucking amazing. So I'd really prefer to go there just to make the most I can. And it's cheap as shit in Memphis. You just have to deal with uh, it being a third world country and, uh, you know, the other day in Memphis, they had uh, a group of 20 people went around to different stores, crashing into stores and and uh, just taking everything they had in the stores like Walmart and just driving off. <laughs> 20 fucking people just planned it, ran in, smash and grab. And I'm like, I don't know. Do I want to live in a place where that shit happens? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. That doesn't sound like a uh a good thing to me all right so um i did want to talk about i think crypto's bullshit and if you think i'm wrong uh just email me uh at biscuits buttered at proton.me or hit me up on my facebook i got a facebook uh biscuits buttered please add me on facebook biscuits buttered get on there and add me i post stuff i post videos all kinds of stuff uh, just let me know what you think. Cuss me out. Send me a picture of, um, I don't know, bestiality. I don't know. Fuckers, just send me something. Um, so, NFTs, they're bullshit, right? Let me look this up. A non-fungible, an non-fungible token is a unique digital identifier that cannot be copied, substituted or subdivided, that is recorded in a blockchain and then is used to certify authenticity. I don't get it. It sounds like bullshit to me. And, um, you know, people talk about how great they are and all this. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't like, you know, they talk about, it's like, it's art. 
it's this, it's that. And to me, it's like, if I can't understand it, it has to be bullshit, right? It, it, it absolutely has to be bullshit. Maybe I'm wrong. Somebody, you know, and crypto's been dropping. It's been uh, basically falling apart. And this Sam Bankman um, Freed, uh, who is friends with everybody in Washington, uh, basically uh, ran a crypto exchange and it, it ended up being a huge scam, uh, FTX. And it's an exchange. Uh, and basically, that ended up being a scam. And he, billions of dollars are lost because of this fucking dude with an afro who looks like a fuck. I mean, this guy looks unemployed. When you see him, he looks like he's wearing a t-shirt. He's got dirty, like, New Balance shoes on. And he's a fucking billionaire, and he's hanging out with, like, Bill Clinton and all these important people. And uh, apparently he was not accounting for all the money right. He was not doing anything right. And now they can't. They couldn't even tell people how many employees they had. And this guy was fucking running a goddamn company. Um, and you should know it's a fraud when their uh, headquarters is in the Bahamas. <laughs> So I'm done with crypto. I'm done with crypto. I think it's bullshit. I think the technology definitely has a future use. I just don't think it is what people are saying it is. And uh, just let me know if you think I'm wrong. I'd love to hear from you. Um, because to me, it sounds like a complete, total, goddamn scam. A motherfucking scam. Uh, this is Biscuits Buttered with Victoria Vandenberg. Uh, we have a social media. Uh, we have a Twitter. We have a Facebook. On Twitter, we're Biscuit, or excuse me, we're Bisque Butt Pod, B I S C B U T T P O D. Bisque Butt Pod on Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, I've been, you know, tweeting at people trying to get attention. I can't get any attention. So please get on there and uh, bitch me out. Do whatever you want. Uh, we're on Facebook, Biscuits Butter. Just add me. I just got a regular old profile. Just add me. Uh, we, we're going to get a like page eventually. Uh, and you can also hit me up on Podvine. You can hit me up on uh, at my email, bis, uh, excuse me, biscuitsbuttered at proton.me. Uh, I hope you have a good week. Um, I wanted the podcast to be longer, but I just didn't have enough today. So um, please uh, have a good week. Continue listening. Tell your friends. Uh, Victoria loves you and she wants to take you on a ride in her Mitsubishi Mirage. Hello, I'm Bryant Gumble, and I love sport. I love talking about sport. I love watching sport and I love doing journalism about sport in a way that nobody wants to hear. I love talking about concussions in MMA and I love talking about uh, anything going on with FIFA and Qatar every week. People care. People really care that their sports figures are getting injured. That's why they religiously watch every week. And I do too. I swear I do. I listen and I watch sport. And you can hear every week me talking about sport on HBO with Bryant Gumble. Just tune in at 9 a.m. every Sunday. Thank you and have a good night.